Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, July the 15th, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. First of all, can you believe that we are halfway through July already? I mean, the time is just moving. Here we are in the third quarter of the year. I hope that you are staying focused, that you are making progress and being productive, and that you are moving toward the life of your dreams. I do appreciate you so much for taking the time out of your life and schedule to be here with us for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. I want to, first of all, just say hello to anybody that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time. I'm so honored that you would take the time to be a part of this platform. The Jamel Sanders Podcast was created more than a decade ago with one intention, which is to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize the greatest potential. And every week through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, and impactful wisdom, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I thank you. I hope that you will stay tuned and that you will stay connected with us on this platform and beyond this platform in the days to come. Hello to those of you listening to me on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you. Look out for some new exclusive content really soon. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher. I'm so sad that Stitcher is going away, but it has been such an honor to serve you over the years, and I hope that you'll connect with us on another platform. Hello to those of you listening to me on Google Podcasts. Thank you so much. And those listening to me on Spotify, I love Spotify. And every time I look at the data and the analytics on Spotify, I'm amazed at the growth. I'm amazed at the countries and the representation that we have, not just in the United States, but in places that you wouldn't even believe are listening to this podcast. So thank you so much for your support and for standing with us all these years as we continue to empower people around the world to live their greatest life. Hello to those of you listening to me on iHeartRadio. I love iHeartRadio, and I'm so grateful that we have a voice there. Hello to those of you listening to me on Amazon Music or Audible or any platform that I may not have named. Thank you so much for letting me serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond the show. You can reach out to me through our website, www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.com. There you'll find a plethora of empowerment resources and tools to help you live a greater life. You'll find out more about me and the work I'm doing around the world. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and the CEO of Jamel Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm. I have the privilege of working with leaders around the world in business and government and helping to bring solutions to complex global problems. Um, You can find out more about conferences, seminars, symposiums, keynote presentations, advisory consultation services, and all of the work that we do on the website. You can also find out how to sign up for my empowerment newsletter that goes out quarterly. 
It's always empowering. It's always filled with tools and insights to help you be a greater leader. And you can find the link to that there. You can also find the link to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamelle Sanders, and also my threads, the newest platform, I believe it's official Jamel Sanders as well. So I would love to connect with you on those platforms and to serve you. I am active on social media, and I do look forward to hearing from you and connecting more with you in the days to come. Um, quickly, I want to recommend two things to you. First of all, Anybody that knows me knows that I am a writer and I'm a journaler, and I've been journaling for a very, very long time. And so um, how this happened, I was having a conversation with a very good friend of mine several months ago. We were talking about journaling. I started telling them how I have so many journals, and now I'm really um, into customized journals. I'm really customizing my journals at this point. And I said, I need to do something around that. And they said, you do. And so... Uh, within an hour, I had found a designer, I had found a distributor, I had taken that concept to market in less than an hour. And so um, the journal was out that same day, and people were already purchasing it, and it was available for sale. So um, you can get my breakthrough journal. Go to jamelsanders.com right on the home page. If you scroll down, you'll see it. You can also go under shop, and you can find the breakthrough journal there as well. Um, I created this because I want you to have a place to write your goals, clarify your vision, and plan your future and the possibilities of your life. Plus, if you listen to this podcast, I do a lot of breakthrough journal exercises and give you a lot of homework to help you do the inner work to take your life to the next level. And so I thought this would be a great tool and resource to help you in that process. So, again, you can get the breakthrough journal. Go to JanelleSanders.com, look under shop. And thank you to everybody that has supported and reached out and told me how you're enjoying the Breakthrough Journal. I would also recommend to you my latest book, because I've written 11. I will not go into detail about every book because that would take the entire episode. But um, I do want to recommend my latest book to you, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. What can I say about this is the book that everybody wanted me to write that I didn't want to write. Um, all of my books have really centered around leadership, personal growth and development, the soul, um, personal transformation, and even identity. But uh, everybody is like, we're so intrigued with your faith and your prayer life, and we've heard you pray just in sound bites and small segments and we're like, where does that come from? And so I finally just said, I'm just going to write the book. My concern was I don't know how the audience is going to resonate with this, being that they're used to seeing leadership and personal growth and development tools for me. How is a book about my faith going to register or resonate with them? But uh, to my surprise, it has resonated in a tremendous way, and I've heard such incredible feedback from all over uh, the world from people that have been reading pressure about their aha moments, the epiphanies, the personal breakthroughs, the transformation that is happening in their lives. It let me know that I was in the right ballpark and that I needed to write this book and to help people, and I tell you, uh, I'm so proud of this book. I'm proud of every book that I write, but 
I'm really proud of this book because this gives me the opportunity to put my faith on center stage in a way that I have not through other books. Although any book I write, you're going to hear about my faith, but this really delves into my spiritual journey and awakening in my life and how I have become who I am today. And to know that it has blessed so many people's lives and impacted people in ways I never imagined that it would, I'm just so grateful. And so if you want to know how do you bring a prophetic potentiality out of the invisible realm into the visible or the realm that we call time, you do it through prophetic development. And Pressure is a book that teaches you how to use the adversity in your life to your prophetic advantage. Every adversity in my life, I have converted it into a prophetic advantage. And pressure has been one of the greatest tools to propel me into my destiny. I would not be who I am today. You wouldn't be listening to this. You wouldn't even know of me if it was not for pressure. And so difficulty has produced diamonds in my life. Brokenness has produced brilliance. Adversity has produced advancement. Everything has worked for my advantage, and it has made me better and refined me in the process. And so that's what this book is about. You can get the book from Amazon, Kindle, Nook. Most major book distributors have access to pressure, and I'm so grateful for all of the support that you have shown pressure and how it has impacted your life. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and we're going to jump back into our latest series. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right. Welcome back. So we've been in the middle of a series, and let me tell you, this series has been so uh, powerful and so dynamic. People are uh, reaching out to me weekly to tell me about how uh, they're resonating with this series, and I'm so grateful because uh, when you end the series and you start a new one, you're kind of like, where am I going with this? And I was uh, working on something a few weeks ago, and excuse me, this topic of a deeper life just rose up in me, and I said, that's it. That's where we're going next. And from episode one, and here we are at part three, uh, so many of you have said this is exactly what I needed for this time period in my life, so it lets me know that I'm on the right track. But I hope that you will go back and listen because there are so many metrics and dimensions and layers to this series that I believe if you will begin to put this information into practice in your life, it's going to make a major difference for you uh, in the days to come. So definitely go back and listen if you haven't. Uh, let's jump into this. First of all, why did I want to do this series and why did I want to do this series now? Um, we're in the third quarter of the year, and this is the part of the year where a lot of people, uh, they begin to get really frustrated. Some people get depressed. Some people get down on themselves because they realize that six months have passed by 
and in all actuality, their lives are really no different than they were on January 1st. They had all of these goals and intentions and visions of what they wanted to do, but they have not really done it. And I think that reality sets in that I have six months left to do the things that I said I wanted to do. And you know, we can blame a lot of things on the surface for why we're not where we want to be in our lives, but I know from experience and from working with leaders for years around the world that a lot of times that lack of initiative in our lives has an internal root. Write that down. A lot of times the lack of initiative in our lives has an internal root, and if we can get to the root of that internal thing, that is standing in the way of our success and prosperity, then we can begin to propel our lives to the next level. And so I really feel like this show, this series, is about us moving the layers back and getting to the source of the things that are standing in the way of our success, our prosperity, and our momentum so that we can get our lives to the next level. So let's delve into this. One of the most important decisions I ever made was to give careful attention to my mind. One of the most important decisions I ever made was to give careful attention to my mind. You know, one of the things that fascinates me when people um, reach out to me or have conversations with me, uh, everybody is trying to put their finger on what is it that makes Jamel who he is? What is it that has really contributed to his success? And people say a lot of different things. People say it's my communication. People say it's my um, heart and my desire just to help people. People say it's my leadership skill. I've heard so many different things. But I really believe that my bulletproof mindset has been the key to my success. I mean, sure, communication and other factors have contributed, but it has been my mindset. And I say that because I see so many gifted people in the world that are not successful. And you've heard me say this before, that talent is never enough. And so a lot of people think that because they're talented that they're going to be successful, and there's so much more to it. And I look back at my life at so many periods where I could have given up, where I could have quit, where I could have thrown in the towel, where I could have said, forget it, let me go do something else. And in those moments, it was not my talent, it was not my communication, it was not my leadership. It was my mindset that would not allow me to settle for anything less than the best in life. And so my thoughts have pulled me out of those seasons that tried to trap me and to keep me from becoming who I was born and destined to be. And so while many people respect and admire me, and I'm honored that people respect and admire my life, but I try to get people to understand that it has been the development of my mind and the careful attention that I have given to my mind that has made all the difference in my life. And I say that because when people talk to me, I mean, I give a keynote presentation, people come up to me after, they say a lot of things. Uh, I really try to drive this in to people that it's not about inspiration and motivation. It's not about um, having masterful communication or being a visionary. It really boils down to your mindset. And when you find yourself in the fires and the trials of life, 
do you have a mindset that will give you the ability to bounce back and to thrive in circumstances that would destroy other people? I think that that really is the catalyst that's going to determine your success. Um, It has been my experience that you will either live a purposeful life or avoid life. And when I look around the world today, there are a lot of people that are living a void life. On the surface, they appear to be happy and joyful, but as somebody that has spoken with and had the opportunity to be around some very powerful, influential people in the world, everything that glitters is not gold. And what we see on the surface does not tell the story of what's happening in the soul of a person. And so I don't want us to get it mistaken that because somebody has the appearance of a good life that they're actually living a good life. And I say that because essentially avoid life is a life lived with the absence of purpose or the absence of vision. You've heard me say this so many times, and I believe it's worth repeating again, where there is no vision, where there is no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and run wild. I believe that the problem in the world today is not that people are victims of circumstances or prisoners to their condition, but what we're dealing with is a generation of people that have no vision for their lives. And so if you don't have a vision for your life, you will always become the victim of somebody else's vision or purpose or intention. And so one of the first things that you need to do is get a clear vision for your life. What is it that you want to do? Where do you want to go? And what impact do you want to have on the world around you? Vision gives you focus. It gives you discipline. It gives you direction. It gives you boundaries. And it gives you a picture of what is possible for your life when you begin to hone in on focus and um, the gifts and the talents that have been placed on the inside of you. A purposeful life is a life that is guided by a clear vision and mission. And so one of the greatest things I ever did many years ago was take the time to clarify my vision and mission. I remember just like yesterday being very young and Um, having this conversation, internal conversation with myself and kind of a prayer and an internal conversation. And I remember when it came to me that my vision and mission in life centered around empowerment. And I remember how intimidated I was and how reluctant I was because at the time I just didn't see how all of this global impact and mission could be fulfilled. And I'm looking like clearly God has gotten something crossed in the communication, and this is for somebody else. And that thing kept coming up louder and louder and louder until I couldn't ignore it, and I started to formulate and uh, the pieces together to make that vision a reality. And here we are a business that just turned 13 years old, a podcast that's been going for over a decade, and books and all of the things that I've been so blessed and fortunate to do and the impact that I've been able to have through my work, I see now what I couldn't see back then. But it all started with a clear vision and mission. And so I want you to take the time to get really clear about what your vision and mission is in life. It's so important. Um, If you don't live your life with a clear aim, you will live with an ache in your soul that will never go away. And I talk to so many people 
that are living their lives with that gaping hole, that ache in their soul that won't go away. And they try to fill it with everything, whether it's sex or alcohol or drugs or more people in their circle or bigger entourage or a more extravagant house and another car, and they're not getting it. It's not in the stuff, but it's in you fulfilling the thing that you were put on this earth to do. And I feel like part of my mission in life is helping people to identify what that purpose is and to get busy doing the thing that I believe they were put on this planet to do. Um, A life of purpose is uncomfortable and will force you um, beyond the limitations and boundaries. It will force you uh, out of your comfort zone because, for me, talking about massive and global impact, it it was frightening to me because you're talking to somebody who really does didn't like and still doesn't really like the stage, still doesn't really like a lot of attention. I prefer to go under the radar, uh, but my assignment and my destiny required me to step onto the stage. And so it was very uncomfortable. There was a lot of things I didn't like, a lot of things that I wasn't necessarily excited about, but I had to be willing to adjust. And most people like the ease of a comfortable life Uh, even if it comes at the expense of a changed life. Because I talk to so many people, they talk about change, but when you begin to boil down to the work that accompanies change and the discomfort and the inconvenience, you find out that a lot of people don't really want change at all. The problem with this is that easy is the enemy of evolution. Easy is the enemy of evolution, and as long as you keep choosing an easy life, you will never evolve, and you will never become best and the greatest version of yourself. Uh, Furthermore, easy cripples your potential and excludes you from the realm of excellence. One thing that people have always said and continue to say about me is that there is a signature of excellence on what I do. And the reason that there is a signature of excellence on what I do is because I have not chosen the easy route. I mean, I could have done what was easy, I could have done what was convenient, but I would not be doing the things that I'm doing today. And what I want people to understand is that easy traps you into a mediocre life. And so, yes, you're going to have difficulties. Yes, you're going to have adversity. You're going to have challenges. But the seed of greatness on the inside of you is bigger than any challenge that will ever rise in your life. And if you will begin to uh, pull forth on the seed of greatness and your potential, you're going to overcome every challenge and odd that tries to oppose your success. A comfortable life is a common life, and common is where capacity goes to die. Write that down. Common is where capacity goes to die. You only build capacity through challenges, and if you keep running from challenges, you will always lack the capacity to show up in the world as the powerful expression of who I know you were created to be. And so I think the thing that differentiates me from most people is that when a challenge comes up, most people begin to back up and run, but when a challenge shows up in my life, I celebrate. This is an opportunity for me to solve a problem, and problems are portals to promotion and increase. And so as I solve more problems, I'm promoted to greater realms of greatness and more opportunities and things begin to unfold in my life. 
because I choose to address the challenges and to be a problem solver. I think it's also important that as we go further in this series, I want to ignite a fire in you to think differently and to act with intention. I want you to think differently so that you can perceive the gift that life is and seize every opportunity that comes your way. Perceiving the gift that life is requires consciousness. It's a very tragic thing to go through life unconscious, but there are a lot of unconscious people in the world. And so if you are going to perceive the real gift that life in each moment brings, you have to be conscious. And consciousness is not just about being awake, but it's about being alive. And feeling alive requires you to find your place of assignment. Write that down. Feeling alive requires you to find your place of assignment, and the world is filled with people that are unfulfilled and unhappy and unawake and unconscious because they have not found out what their assignment is. Seizing opportunities requires that you be positioned. In other words, you have to be at the right place at the right time when opportunity knocks. Let me say that again. Seizing opportunities requires that you be positioned. In other words, you have to be at the right place at the right time when opportunity knocks. I think that one of the greatest disservices you can do to yourself and humanity is not to show up in the right places when opportunity is knocking. A lot of times we can make excuses, we can say we're busy, we can say we don't have time, but the reality of the matter is that it's not a priority in our lives. And as long as it's not a priority, we will live below our potential and we'll live below excuse me, what's really possible for our lives. Your greatest life will never be discovered in your comfort zone. Your greatest life uh, will require you to step out into the deep and to embrace the great unknown. A deeper life is not discovered uh, from your own understanding. A deeper and greater life is discovered only when you reach the realm of the great unknown. From experience, I can tell you that the unknown will bring up feelings of uneasiness. However, I know also that I never truly felt alive until I was willing to embrace the great unknown. Write that down. I never truly felt alive until I've embraced the great unknown. And that can be scary. And I don't know what trepidation you have around the unknown in your life. I know for me, it required a lot of healing from dysfunction, from traumatic experiences, from relationships that totally devastated me. And so in order to move into that great unknown, I had to be willing to just step out there. And as I stepped into it, there was this feeling of being alive that you don't feel uh, living on the shores of convenience and comfortability. And so the third dimension of development is the development of your mind. Let's delve into this as much as we can in the time that we have left. I'm going to try um, as I was constructing the framework of this series, I thought about my journey and the pieces that have uh, been critical to my success and advancement. I know for certain that development is what has distinguished me in the world. Um, a lot of people succeed because they had the right network. A lot of people succeed because um they were in the right place at the right time. Other people succeed because um, 
somebody opened the door for them or some great thing happened. You know, people succeed for many different reasons, but I know that my success has been the product of development. And as a highly respected thought leader, I did get I didn't get here overnight, but I got here by making the decision to constantly develop so that I could be the best version of myself. And wherever you are endeavoring to go, whatever impact you're endeavoring to have in the world will be because you chose to develop yourself as well. I know that I am successful today because I took the time to develop my mind. You can desire a deeper life all day, but you will never embrace it without the development of your mind. Every place that you are endeavoring to go, every platform, every opportunity that you want to seize in your life, your mind has to be developed first because you first go there in your mind before you go there in reality. And so a lot of people are saying, like, Jamel, why is this door not opening? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not having the impact I want to have in the world? And I tell them, have you gotten your mindset right? And, you know, people start telling you all kind of stories. But if you haven't gone there in your mind, you'll never go there in reality. And everything that is happening and has happened and will happen in my life is because I've already gone there in in the realm of thinking and imagination. And so when those things begin to manifest, I'm not surprised by it because it's something that I have constructed and consciously set in motion for my life, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, whether it's uh, wealth and increasing finances, whether it's a new level I'm trying to reach personally or intellectually, all of those things start with me going there in my thinking first so that I can see that thing become a reality in my life. Um, you can, I believe that a desire becomes a fading memory without definite action. A desire becomes a fading memory without definite action. And furthermore, no desire will manifest in your life without the buy-in of your belief system. Write that down. No desire will manifest in your life without the buy-in of your belief system. Everything in your life, every uh, thing that goes into the building of your success involves your belief system. And so many times I watch people today, we're looking for a hack. We're looking for quick tips and quick steps. Let me tell you from decades of experience, it's not quick. It's not overnight. It's not three magical steps and you're successful. You have to develop, and development takes time. You don't develop in a day. You develop in a lifetime. And so I watch people. They ask me questions. They get upset. They're like, that can't be it. It's got to be an easier way. It's not an easier way. Um, If you want longevity, you want sustainability, you want preservation, you got to put in the work and you got to be committed to the process and you got to understand that great things take time. I think it's also important to understand that the mind then is not some trivial factor in your success. Your mind is the driving force in your success. The mind is a muscle. And more importantly, the mind consists of your ideas, beliefs, convictions, perspectives, and paradigms. Did you get that? Your mind is a muscle, and you got to work the muscle of your mind on a consistent basis. People are like, where do you come up with this stuff? Where does this wisdom and insight come from? It comes from the development of my mind. I'm not lazy in my mind. I'm not lazy in my thinking. Every day I am 
pushing the boundaries of my mind to new possibilities. And not only am I pushing it, I'm pushing the people around me. You're not going to be around me. You're not going to be connected to me or associated with me and be a low-level thinker. Your thinking has to rise. Your life rises to the level of your thinking. Your life falls to the level of your deficient thinking. And so you got to think at a different level. So many people are saying, I don't understand it, Jamil. I'm trying to. Well, you got to make the time. Make the investment. Carve out the time on a daily and a consistent basis to think. We've got to put time away to think. we got to get off. We're so busy on people's timelines and doing a whole bunch of unnecessary things. I don't do any of that until I have taken time to think, taking time to process information, to process solutions, to process strategies. And how do you think I continue to show up and do what I do? You just being mediocre. You have to think at a different level. And your mind houses a collection of ideas that shape how you perceive life, how you interpret experiences, how you make decisions, and how you engage the world around you. Write that down. Your mind houses a collection of ideas that shape how you perceive life, how you interpret experiences, how you make decisions, and how you engage the world around you. The mind then is a library filled with collections and volumes that provide the context of how we uh, show up or build our world. And so your mind is a library. I know my mind is a library. I know that when leaders get around me, many times they say we need one or two things. We need a tape recorder or we need a notebook because something you say is going to stand out and it's going to be the difference in the next season of our life. And so uh, a lot of times when I get around leaders, they'll start writing this. I'm listening, you know, but I'm writing because you just gave me a major key that I need to unlock something in my life. When I speak with leaders around the world, they are always enthralled with my thinking and philosophies about life. What they fail to understand is that they are listening to wisdom that I have gained from a lifetime of living and a collection of experiences. Um, The problem with most people is that we're listening to too many voices that we have lost the sound of our own voice. We listen to too many voices. We've lost the sound of our own voice. A lot of people will ask me, have you heard of this person, that person? I don't listen to everything, and I don't listen to everybody. I listen to certain individuals. I listen to certain information because I realize that what you listen to shapes the context and the narrative of your life. And so some of us, just we have too much information coming at us. And a lot of the information is wrong, and so we're programming our minds with wrong information that's going to produce wrong outcomes and wrong results and wrong conclusions. And so you've got to be very careful where you're getting information from. And a lot of people, I notice, I ask them, I say, who told you that? And they get upset. I've learned this from so-and-so. They're the great mogul and guru in this area. And I said, well, no disrespect to your mogul or guru, but that is wrong. And let me tell you why that's wrong and why you're not getting the result. And some people get really offended, but I'm trying to help you to get to the next level in your life. And sometimes we need to stop looking to everybody else to be the answer, and we need to tap into the inside, the power that's within us, and get the answer. The answer has been within you all along. 
a lot of times we're not in the right environments around the right people to pull out of us what we need to pull out in that moment. And so um, the mind is powerful because it has the ability to dictate what we think and direct how we feel. So your mind is powerful, and a lot of people have neglected the mind, and that's why they're living a very negative life. Um, your thoughts have the ability to dictate what we think and how we feel, and how we feel then translate into the actions that we take. So everything that is manifesting in my life today is the result of my mind. Everything that is not manifested in my life yet, my mind holds the power to make it a reality. Your mind can be your greatest asset or your greatest adversary. And so your mind is the place of creation or the place of constriction. The mind is often the place of conflict. Now, I'm going to share something with you that I believe is very critical. Uh, when people ask me about my journey to success and the lessons that I've learned, um, you know my story. I've gone through a lot. A lot of it has been with horrible relationships and people and then there have been other factors that have gone into it as well. But the greatest battles in my life have not been physical battles. The greatest battles in my life have been psychological. Psych psychological battles create psychological barriers and barricades. And so what I discovered, and I'm telling you this because I want to help you. I, if I knew this earlier, it would have saved me a lot of time. But a lot of things that I thought were barriers or restrictions or rejections, a lot of it boiled down to a very low assessment of myself. And because I thought so low, um, I didn't pursue certain opportunities or things that I should have pursued sooner in my life. And it, it boiled down to a negative and a toxic mindset. It was not so much about uh, systems or this person holding something up or that per Of course, people were part of the equation, but the greatest battles for me have been psychological battles. And as I began to win the war in my mind, I won the war in time. In other words, as I began to triumph in my thinking, everything else in my reality had to shift as my thinking shifted. And a lot of times what we think is a physical battle is a psychological battle and barrier that we have to confront in our lives that determines our success and prosperity. Your thinking can be the very thing that's repelling the right relationships from your life. Now, that's heavy. That's real heavy. But I had that revelation some years ago, and it shook me to my core. Because when – well, let me say this too. When you're breaking free from a victimization mindset, you're looking for something to blame. You don't want to take responsibility for where you are in your life. When your mind becomes liberated, you see that you constructed a lot of the prisons that you put yourself in. And it had very little to do with the external world around you and everything to do with your internal world. And so as I raise my thinking and my assessment about myself, I raised the quality of my life and the relationships that showed up in my life. And so a lot of things really boils down to our thinking, and we don't even see it. Uh, what we also have to understand is that your mind will either create cycles of success and prosperity or cycles of sabotage and failure. Your mind is the product of whatever you give permission to program it. Write that down. 
Your mind is the product of whatever you give permission to program it. And whatever programs your mind has the power to decide who you become. Write that down. Whatever programs your mind has the power to decide who you become. And so if you look back at uh, older versions of Jamel, the programming of my mind was horrible. And it was determining who I was becoming, and it was blocking who I was going to be. And it's the same thing for so many people. I mean, I've worked with a lot of leaders, and even some of the most influential people on some of the biggest platforms, you'll be amazed at the things that are troubling them. And so you have to do this work. That's why I always tell people, no platform and no success can substitute for doing the work. Because what happens is you're going to get on the platform, and platforms magnify our weaknesses and imperfections. And so if you don't deal with that, you're going to get on a big stage, and it's going to blow up and self-destruct at the wrong time because you didn't do the work. You have to do the work to get on the stage so that you can own the stage when you get there. I can't stay there. Uh, Many times we are confused about our lives because we don't realize that what we see has been crafted and constructed by a belief. I've been talking about that for the last few minutes. A lot of what we see in our lives has been constructed by a belief, and we don't even realize it. Our beliefs, whether truthful and empowering or toxic and disempowering, our beliefs are the foundation of everything that we build. And so people always say, Jamel, why do you talk so much about the mind? Because I know from personal experience that if you don't get your mind right, nothing else is going to go right in your life. So I watch people, they post millions of inspirational quotes and thoughts and ideas on social media, and I'm like, they don't get it. you got to do the work. It's not enough for me to read an inspiring quote every day. got to do the work. Are you doing the work day in and day out so that you can be your best self? Um, if you don't like the structure that you are building, you must go back and examine the systems of your belief. Every structure that is erected in your life is linked to a system of belief. And if that system of belief is faulty or wrong, everything that you build is going to be faulty and wrong in the process. In my life, I have not strived to be better than anybody. I have just resolved to be strong in my beliefs. So a lot of people like, you don't think like anybody. You don't talk like anybody I've ever seen because my belief system is different. I think at a different level, and therefore I live at a different level. And so when I come in contact with low-level thinking and inferior thinking and restrictive thinking and thinking that doesn't accommodate possibilities, uh, that that can't stay in my environment because that's not in alignment with who I am. Um, I'm winning in life because I have won in my mind. If you want to win in life, you've got to win in your thinking. And so a lot of us are trying to create wins, but we're defeated in the mind. And if you're defeated in the mind, you're going to be defeated in your moments. You've got to win in your mind. And winning in your mind is coming to the reality that you are enough, you are significant, you are powerful, you are equipped, and you have everything that you need to be who God created you to be. And let me say this. I don't know if I'm going to finish this because I just really feel led to say this. Even if you don't have anything in your relationship constellation right now to remind you of that, I'm here to remind you of it, that you are enough and that you have everything that you need to do what God is putting your heart to do. 
Now, I wish I could tell you it's easy. You snap your fingers and one day all the right people and things show up in your life and it just gets better. But I've lived long enough to tell you that that's not how it works. But you can get to a place in your life where God will surround you with the right people, people that can perceive your value, your difference, your greatness, and will help push you to become everything that you were created to be. I felt like that was for somebody. I also believe that um, I have refused to allow garbage to be planted in the garden of my mind. In essence, I have been very careful of the thoughts that I entertain and the environment being conducive for me to thrive. You got to be careful about the thoughts you entertain and the environment that you're in. Your environment needs to be conducive. And, you know, somebody might say, well, I'm in a family or a household where I can't do that. Well, even in that, you have to protect your dream and your vision. If that means not having a conversation with them about it, don't talk with them about it. Go write in your journal. Go listen to this podcast. Go listen to this series. Feed on things that are going to fuel the dreamer and the visionary in you until God sends those people along that can help you get there or get connected to a group or a mastermind or a program that can help the dreamer and the visionary in you to emerge. I'm going to try my best to get through all of this, but I don't know if we're going to finish this today. Let's see where we go. Um, In order to develop the mind, you must want Neutralize the mind of toxic thoughts. Neutralize the mind of toxic thoughts. You may be saying, what are toxic thoughts? Thoughts that are incongruent with the harvest that you desire to see manifest in your life. This is a major key. Neutralize your mind of toxic thoughts. Like I said, when I had that epiphany, I don't even know, it's been so many years ago now, where I realized that my beliefs were blocking the very breakthroughs that I wanted to see in my life, I had to start dealing with toxic thoughts. Those thoughts were not congruent with the harvest that I desired to see in my life. And so what you got to do, you got to become mature enough to scrutinize your thoughts and see if this thought is in alignment with what I want. And see, I've become so skilled at that now that when those things even try to come to my mind, immediately it gets shut down because, no, that's not in alignment with what I'm creating. And you got to start doing the same thing in your life so that you can get the results that you want to see. A toxic thought is a thought that does not support the structure that you're attempting to build. So that goes back to our belief system. What are you wanting to build and what thoughts, what philosophies, constructs, are supporting what it is that you want to create with your life. In order to neutralize the mind of toxic thoughts, you must take the time to examine your thoughts. You must scrutinize a thought for a couple of things. I want you to write this down. And if you can't write it down, listen to this again because this is a major key to your success, okay? You must scrutinize your thoughts for, number one, its origin. Where did the thought come from? Um you know, some some thoughts come from things that have been deep-seated in our subconscious or below conscious level. Uh, some things have been spoken through our family and cultural settings. Some things have been uh, spoken to us through socialization and education and systems have told us who we're not, what we can't be, what we can't do. you got to figure out where that's coming from, or is it coming from you in a low 
self-assessment of yourself because there's a self-esteem issue or an identity issue that's going on with you. Then you have to um, also look at the intention of the thought. What is the objective of this thought? What is this thought trying to accomplish in my life? Is this thought going to make me better, stronger? Is this going to empower me, or is this unhealthy? Is this destructive to my development and who I want to be? You have to take the time to do that uh, so that you can get victory. And then the other piece of that is uh, compatibility. So we say origin, where does it come from? Intention, what is the objective of the thought? And compatibility, does this thought support who I'm becoming? I think that's one of the most important questions you can ever ask yourself. Does this thought support who I'm becoming? And when I really began to ask myself that question, it changed everything in my life because I began to realize that a lot of what I thought was not supporting who I was becoming, and I would not be who I am today if I didn't take the time to address whether those thoughts were compatible. So that whole section I just went through, You'll need to listen to that again so that you can really write that down and you can apply that framework to your life again and again. Um, If the thought does not support who you're becoming, you must be willing to uproot it so that you can plant the right thoughts into your mind, which brings me to the second part. Number two, you have to plant the right thoughts into your mind. I call it nurturing. Your mind is a garden, and whatever you plant in it will produce. Whatever you plant in your mind will produce, good or bad, success or failure, victory or defeat. Whatever you put into your mind, whatever you plant into the garden of your mind is going to produce. So when you understand that, you have to become very intentional about the thoughts that you're thinking and the thoughts that you allow to take up mental real estate. Um, What are the right thoughts? They are thoughts that support your growth, development, and maturity. Thoughts that support your growth, your development, and maturity. So if it does not support my growth, my development, my maturity, this is not a thought that I need to allow to take residence in my mind. I need to block this, and I need to reframe this in the correct way. I'm helping you. I'm walking you through some very high-level concepts and trying to simplify it so that you can get your life to the next level. The right thoughts are the thoughts that stretch your paradigm and support what is possible for your life. Every day I stretch my thinking. I've never let myself get comfortable. Uh, And it could be very easy for me because I already think at a high level, but I stretch it every day. How can I think further? How can I think even greater possibility? How can I think in an even greater um, opportunity? How can I think in an even greater level of excellence and success? Push yourself, challenge yourself on a daily basis to do more and be more. The right that water your dreams and nourish your potential. So what thoughts are going to water your dreams and nourish your potential? Those are the thoughts you need to think about. And I, I didn't get to get into this piece, but I feel like your thoughts and your words have to connect because as I begin to change my thoughts, I change my words. There are declarations that I make over my life every single day, and I've been doing that for decades. Why do you think certain things manifest? Why do you think certain things unfold in my life? Because I have spoken those things into existence, and it's a spiritual principle that as I put that thing in motion, it has no choice but to manifest in my life. I can't stay there. The last part of this, you have to manage the mind. 
this means that you have to develop the practice of being intentional about what you think, how you think, and maintaining uh, time to think. Let's deal with this in the time we have left. What you think. Don't become lazy in your thinking. I can't say this enough. Don't become lazy in your thinking. If you keep listening to this podcast, I guarantee you, you're not going to become lazy in your thinking because that's not even a part of me. And anybody that is a part of my relationship constellation will tell you we don't do lazy thinking. you got to be a possibility thinker to be around me. Uh, make sure that you are not allowing thoughts into the garden of the mind that are detrimental to your growth and development. Keep intruders out of the mind so that your intellectual capacity can continue to grow. I keep intruders. That means I keep negative thoughts, negative people, and negative environments out of my life. I keep negative thoughts, negative people, negative environments out of my life. Some of you need to go through social media right now, and you need to unfollow a bunch of people because everything that you see from them is toxic, negative, and unhealthy. I don't need anything coming through my feed that does not support my growth, my development, my advancement. And so you've got to be very careful about the things that you're allowing to get into your mind because it comes through people, it comes through what we see, it comes through conversation, it comes through so many different things that can intrude and impede upon your mind. So you've got to keep the intruders out. And you've got to make sure that you create an environment that supports your learning and your growing. Everybody knows I'm a lifelong learner. I believe in learning. I believe in reading. I believe in growing on a consistent basis. And if you're not doing that, you're not seriatential or your growth. So if you got six hours to scroll social media, you got time to read, you got time to research, you got time to develop, you got time to get training or mentorship or whatever you need to get to the next level. So excuses are the monuments that we build to mediocrity in our lives. You got to determine what you want most and what you want right now. And I tell you what, if you keep sacrificing your future for uh, present pleasure, you're going to reap seasons of regret in your life. It's just a, it's a reality. That's how it's going to happen. You've got to also ensure that the mind remains pliable and stretchable. Do not develop a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset will forfeit your success. So if your mind is not pliable and stretchable and adjustable, you're not going to go very far in your life. Then you've got to address how you think. Keep exposing yourself to new ideas and new ways of doing things. You don't want to get locked into one way and one strategy and one format. Keep learning and exposing yourself to new ideas and information. Read in the direction of your dreams. Stop reading the nasty novel and the gossip column and read something that is going to help you in the manifestation of your dream. Uh, we don't even need to get into my reading plan because most people couldn't handle it. But you should be reading on a consistent basis in the direction of your dreams, in the direction of your goals. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you should be reading about entrepreneurship. If you're a creative, you should be reading around creative. If you're into economics, you should be reading books about economies and growing economies and scaling businesses. You should be reading in the direction of your dream, not just reading things on social media. 
you should read and research in the area of your curiosity or creativity. Is there something you want to learn? Is there something you want to create? You should be reading and studying so that you can become proficient in that area. And then you have to create an environment where uh, lifelong learning and continuous development is um, supported. So if you're around people who are like, I don't want to hear anything about learning and growth and, you know, you're in the wrong circle. You need to get around people that value learning, growth, and going to the next level. Then you have to maintain, maintain excuse me, time to think. Find a place. Set aside a time every single week to think. I have a thinking chair. I sit in that thinking chair with my journal, and I get so many ideas, so many inspirations, so many thoughts come to me, and I write in the direction of those areas. I create business plans and strategies. I get strategies for government, strategies for economy, strategies for nation, strategies for business, strategies for leadership. Why? Because I have cultivated a habit of thinking every single day. Um, make this a technology-free zone. There's no phone, no tablet, no laptop, paper and pen, and my thoughts. Because if you start taking your phone with you, notifications are going to go off, people are going to call you, all kind of things are going to distract you. You have to develop the ability to think. Um, I call it doing a brain dump and write down every idea that comes to you. Then start developing those ideas. You'll be amazed at, my goodness, the intellectual property and the things that I have created from just thoughts that came to me. So, well, a lot of people call me an idea generator anyway. That That's a gift that I have. But I believe it's something that all of us can cultivate. You might not cultivate it to that level but you can set aside time every single day to think. Um, it's so important because I feel like we live in a culture that is trying to think for us and program us with all of their ideas, but you need time to get quiet with yourself and to think and to process, not just to get ideas, but to process um, as an entrepreneur, there are challenges that come up in business, and as I sit and think, solutions come to me. This is how I should handle this. This is what I should do about this. And so I want you to develop your mind. You, as you can tell, I'm passionate about the mind. It's like my favorite topic in the world because it has contributed the most to my success. I mean, people um, refer to me, as you've seen around the world, as a revolutionary thinker. Um, you don't just get that title. It has come from decades of work and development uh, to be on the cutting edge in the world. And so I want you to be a powerful thinker. I want you to be an innovator and a disruptor in your industry and field. And I want you to do great things that impact the world and generations after you. So, whew, daring to pursue a deeper life, this is part three. Developing your mindset is so important. I want to hear from you. Let me know. Um, if you got anything out of this topic or this episode, because I know that it was impactful. I know that it was relevant to all of us because everybody's trying to get to the next level, and I want to help you get there. That's part of my mission in life and part of the work I do. And if you're interested in learning more about the mind or the development of the mind and how to move into possibility thinking, we have a lot of programs that we offer. So go to JamelSanders.com and reach out to us. 
thank you so much for another opportunity to serve you and do life with you. I'll see you again next time. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.